You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes it was designed to be read in, so that we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Numbers 27, 1 through 30, 16. 110 verses today. Then drew near the daughters of Zelophehad, the son of Hefer, son of Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, from the clans of Manasseh, and the son of Joseph. The names of his daughters were Mahla, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Terza. And they stood before Moses, and before Eleazar the priest, and before the chiefs, and all the congregation at the entrance of the tent of meeting, saying, Our father died in the wilderness. He was not among the company of those who gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but died for his own sin. And he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be taken away from his clan because he had no son? Give to us possession among our father's brothers. Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord said to Moses, The daughters of Zelophehad are right. You shall give them possession of an inheritance among their father's brothers and transfer the inheritance of their father to them. And you shall speak to the people of Israel, saying, If a man dies and has no son, then you shall transfer his inheritance to a daughter. And if, his daughter, and if he has no daughter, then he shall give his inheritance to his brothers. And if he has no brothers, then he shall give his inheritance to his father's brothers. And if his father has no brothers, then he shall give his inheritance to the nearest kinsman of his clan, and he shall possess it. And it shall be for the people of Israel a statute and a rule, as the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Go up into the, this mountain of Abiram, and see the land that I have given the people of Israel. When you have seen it, you also shall be gathered to your people as your brother Aaron was, because you rebelled against my word in the wilderness of Zin when the congregation quarreled, failing to uphold me as holy at the waters before their eyes. These are the waters of Meribah, of Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin. Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man over the congregation who shall go out before them and come in before them, who shall lead them out and bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord may not be as sheep that have no shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Make him stand before Eleazar the priest and all the congregation, and you shall commission him in their sight. You shall invest him with some of your authority, that all the congregation of the people of Israel may obey. And he shall stand before Eleazar the priest, who shall inquire for him by the judgment of the Urim before the Lord. At his word they shall go out, and at his word they shall come in, both he and all the people of Israel with him, the whole congregation. And Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and made him stand before Eleazar the priest and the whole congregation, and he laid his hands on him and commissioned him as the Lord directed through Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the people of Israel and say to them, my offering, my food offer, my food for my food offerings, my pleasing aroma, you shall be careful to offer to me at its appointed time. 
And you shall say to them, This is the food offering that you shall offer to the Lord. Two male lambs, a year old without blemish, day by day, as a regular offering. The one lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. Also a tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering, mixed with a quarter of a hin of beaten oil. It's a regular burnt offering, which was ordained at Mount Sinai for a pleasing aroma. A food offering to the Lord. Its drink offering shall be a quarter of a hin for each lamb in the holy place. You shall pour out a drink offering of strong drink to the Lord. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, like the grain offering of the morning, and like its drink offering. You shall offer it as a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. On the Sabbath day, two male lambs a year old without blemish, and two tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil, and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering of every Sabbath beside the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. At the beginning of your months, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two bulls from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, also three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull, and two-tenths of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for one for the one ram, and a tenth of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering for every lamb, for a burnt offering with a pleasing aroma, as a food offering to the Lord. Their drink offering shall be half a hin of wine for a bull, a third of a hin for a ram, and a quarter of a hin for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of each month throughout the months of the year. Also one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord. It shall be an offering besides the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. On the fourteenth day of the first month is the Lord's Passover. And on the fifteenth day of the month is a feast. Seven days shall unleavened bread be eaten. On the first day there shall be a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work, but offer a food offering, a burnt offering, to the Lord. Two bulls from the herd, one ram and seven male lambs a year old, see that they are without blemish. Also their grain offerings of fine flour mixed with oil. Three-tenths of an ephah you shall offer for a bull, and two-tenths for a ram. A tenth shall you offer for each of the seven lambs, also one male goat for a sin offering, to make atonement for you. You shall offer these beside the burnt offering of the morning, which is for a regular burnt offering. In the same way you shall offer daily for seven days the food of a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It shall be offered beside the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. And on the seventh day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work. On the day of the first fruits. When you offer a grain offering of new grain to the Lord at your Feast of Weeks, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work, but offer a burnt offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Two bulls from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs a year old, also their grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each bull, two-tenths for one ram, a tenth for each of the seven lambs, with one male goat to make atonement for you. Besides the regular burnt offering and its grain offering, you shall offer them and their drink offering. See that they are without blemish. On the first day of the seventh month, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work. It's a day for you to blow the trumpets, and you shall offer a burnt offering for a pleasing aroma to the Lord. One bull from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish. Also their grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil. Three-tenths of an ephah for the bull, two-tenths for the ram, and one-tenth for each of the seven lambs with one male goat for a sin offering, to make atonement for you. 
besides the burnt offering of the new moon and its new grain offering, and the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and their drink offering according to the rule for them, for a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. On the tenth day of the seventh month you shall have a holy convocation and afflict yourselves. You shall do no work, but you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, a pleasing aroma, one bull from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs a year old, see that they are without blemish, and their grain offering shall be a fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for the bulls, two-tenths for the one ram, a tenth for each of the seven lambs, also one male goat for a sin offering besides the sin offering of atonement, and the regular burnt offering and its grain offering as their drink offerings. On the fifteenth day of the seventh month, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work, and you shall keep a feast to the Lord seven days. You shall offer a burnt offering, a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord, thirteen bulls from the herd, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old. They shall be without blemish. And their grain offerings of fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each of the thirteen bulls, two-tenths for each of the two rams, and a tenth for each of the fourteen lambs. Also one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the second day, twelve bulls from the herd, two rams, fourteen male lambs, a year old without blemish, but the grain offering and the drink offerings and the bulls for the rams and for the lamb in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering besides the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the third day, eleven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and its drink offering for the bulls, for the rams and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering besides the regular burnt offering, and its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the fourth day, ten bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the fifth day, nine bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering besides the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offering. On the sixth day, eight bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offering for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offerings. On the seventh day, seven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, with the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the eighth day, you shall have a solemn assembly. You shall not do any ordinary work, but you shall offer a burnt offering, a food offering, and a pleasing aroma to the Lord. One bull, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, and the grain offering and the drink offerings for the bull, for the ram, and for the lambs in the prescribed quantities. Also one male goat for a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offering. These you shall offer to the Lord at your appointed feasts, in addition to your vow offerings and your free will offerings for your burnt offering and for your grain offering and for your drink offerings and for your peace offerings. So Moses told the people of Israel everything, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. 
Moses spoke to the heads of the tribes of the people of Israel, saying, This is what the Lord has commanded. If a man vows a vow to the Lord, he swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge. He shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. If a woman vows a vow to the Lord and binds herself by a pledge while within her father's house in her youth, and her father hears of her vow and of her pledge by which she has bound herself and says nothing to her, then all her vows shall stand, and every pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if her father opposes her on the day that he hears it, no vow of hers, no pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand, and the Lord will forgive her because her father opposed her. If she marries a husband while under her vow or any thoughtless utterance of her lips by which she has bound herself, and her husband hears of it and says nothing to her on the day that he hears, then her vows shall stand, and her pledges by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if, on the day that her husband comes to hear of it, he opposes her, then he makes void her vow that was on her, and the thoughtless utterance of her lips by which she bound herself, and the Lord will forgive her. But any vow of a widow or divorced woman, anything by which she has bound herself shall stand against her. And if she vowed in her husband's house, or bound herself by pledge with an oath, and her husband heard of it, and said nothing to her, and did not oppose her, then all her vows shall stand, and every pledge by which she bound herself shall stand. But if her husband makes them null and void on the day that he hears them, then whatever proceeds out of her lips concerning her vows or concerning her pledge of herself shall not stand. Her husband has made them void, and the Lord will forgive her. Any vow and any binding oath to afflict herself her husband may establish, or her husband may make void. But if her husband says nothing to her from day to day, then he establishes all her vows or all her pledges that are upon her. He's established them because he said nothing to her on the day that he heard of them. But if he makes them null and void after he's heard of them, then he shall bear her iniquity. These are the statutes that the Lord commanded Moses about a man and his wife and about a father and his daughter while she is in her youth within her father's house. to the end of the book of Numbers, though they're getting towards the end of their wanderings in the wilderness, and this generation that um, could have entered the promised land had they believed God and, uh, and, and the spies not lied about the land, uh, or I guess they didn't lie, but they just didn't have the faith that, uh, that God could do what God can do. They had faith in themselves, which is weak. And uh, But anyway, so this generation is dying out after 40 years wandering in the wilderness and the next generation is preparing to go into the into the promised land and we begin with the daughters of Zelophehad and this is a really cool story because uh, it, it reveals uh, something of God's heart and it's it's unique uh, so you have these women and they come up to Moses and they say hey we have no brother and our father has died and so who is to get the inheritance. Can we have the inheritance? He was our father. And Moses said, actually, that's a great question. I'm not sure what to do about that. And so he goes and inquires to the Lord. And the Lord tells him, yeah, 
if a man dies without a husband and in an ag agricultural society, it would make sense for the land to go from father to son so that the son then becomes the farmer, cares for the land, and from that hard work in the fields, he's able to provide for his family. And so, but he tells, he says, yeah, if, if a man doesn't have a son but only has daughters, then his property, his inheritance goes to his daughters, not to his brother, not to some other kinsman, unless he has is childless then you go to the closest kinsman but we don't skip over the daughters the daughters have the right of the inheritance if there's no brother to to do the to to take care of the land it's kind of unique and beautiful but then moses is looking for somebody to take over for him because he realizes that he is going to die in the wilderness and so uh, moses uh, goes to the lord and asks him hey can uh like who who are who's going to take over for me when I when I die uh, and and he brings him up on this mountain so that he can see the land he can see the land that's promised to them but not allowed in and uh, and then he's going to be gathered to his people so we get that hint Moses himself is going to die and uh, and so Moses um, and and the Lord are together and the Lord. Con, uh, confides in Moses, he, he tells Moses, take Joshua. That one spy, him and Caleb were the, the two spies that, that brought back a good report. They're full of the spirit. They, they believe in me. Take Joshua, the son of Nun, and anoint him. He will, be, he will be the one that will lead my people into the promised land. And then the next couple of chapters, you get these uh, detailed lists of offerings so you have the daily offering you have these morning and evening offerings then you have the offering every week every sabbath and then you have the offering every month and then you have the offerings for each of the festivals and and god lays those out uh, very clearly uh, the longest of which being the the offering for the feast of weeks uh, obviously there's a different uh, different offering each day M mostly the same but the number of bulls will vary and then as we get to the end, you have Moses speaking to the heads of people and talking about vows, talking about keeping your word. And the fact that he would put this in here uh, is, it's interesting because it, it essentially means be careful with what you say. Don't make rash decisions. And we see this play out in the book of Judges. All of this stuff is going to go to pot in the book of Judges. But you see... Uh, this man named Jephthah make a very foolish vow in the book of Judges. Uh, and it's, it's uh, anyway, we'll get there in, in a month or so. But uh, you have this, this cool law where women, uh, you saw at the beginning of the reading that, that the women are, they can have the inheritance as well. So God is elevating women in that culture. But here, you have this protection for women that if a woman vows a vow and she's in her father's house, then her father has final say as to whether or not that vow is valid or not. Now we can debate back and forth, but in a, like put yourself in the most generous context. If you have a good father who loves his daughter and that's the heart of the law, right? If you have a good father in an ideal world, where you have a father who who loves genuinely loves his daughter and wants the best for her 
and she vows a foolish vow, then it is a protection for her, for the father to say, I don't think that you can keep that. And it's, a, it's an opportunity for growth. And similar with a husband. If you have a good husband who is willing to lay down his life for his wife, who, who loves his wife more than he loves himself, and his wife makes a vow, and it's a foolish vow, the husband... Uh, gets the, the, or I guess the wife has the protection of the husband who says, actually, that's a foolish vow. And there's nothing, there's nothing prohibiting the woman from from doing anything. There's nothing, but like, it's that the the severity of that vow to the Lord, uh, she is protected. Whereas the the husband or the the father doesn't have that protection, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, but God elevates women he also elevates the man saying you are to lead you are to take responsibility you are to take ownership you don't just brush this off if you hear your daughter say something foolish or you hear your wife say something foolish make this rash vow that's going to bring harm to her or, or do something bad then then don't just don't just let it happen step in take on ownership take responsibility man like do something about it love her actively pursuing uh, but the Lord has this uh, law in there as well. And so those are the statutes that the Lord commanded Moses. This is, he's right towards the end of his life. And, uh, and we're going to see him pass away soon. And then we're going to enter into the promised land, but not before Moses gives a long speech, which is coming up very soon, called the book of Deuteronomy. But for now, I would ask you to take a couple minutes and consider what does this section tell you about who God is? What does this section tell you about the state of humanity, yourself, and what is it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up as we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.